On today's episode, we have Christy Sullivan. She's an author, coach, and teacher of human design. And it's really a fun system to get self-awareness and really learn about your energetic type and how you really move in the world. Yeah, her perspective on this modality is really about self-care and how our energy types need specific self-cares. And we're all, all already doing this most of the time, you know, the things that we're more attracted to. And so, yeah, just to hear our energy types, we get our charts read a little bit and just her little tips and tricks on how to really just be in more alignment. Yeah, and I, I think it's important because that's all self-care is really yes. is alignment some people need to run other people need to nap <laughs> yeah exactly so it's a really interesting episode if you've never heard of human design so grab your earbuds maybe a pen and pencil and check this episode out welcome to the magical holistic healing arts podcast where you learn how to raise your vibe explore your magic and embody your authentic power I'm Lynn Hicks. I'm Erica Hicks. And we're the mother-daughter duo, inspiring transformation through holistic lifestyle and conscious living. We bring water to the conversation because no one else is. We know hydrogen-rich water is the key to longevity and vitality. Life's about flowing, so this is the easiest way to upgrade your health and mindset. High Vibe Water. Join our revolution and new paradigm biz at the magical holistic healing arts podcast.wordpress.com. Cheers. Hydrate, Hydrate your, your life, life with, with us. us. Today we welcome Christy H. Sullivan. She's an expert, an author, and a teacher of human design. And I'm going to let her take it away. Christy, what is your magical art? Thank you for having me. And I would say, the magical art that I like to focus on these days is helping people understand their authentic, unique self. And I do that through the tool uh, and system called human design. Wow. Yes. We have heard of human design and had played with it. And we are very excited to have you explain that to our listeners, really what that system is and how that can support them in their authenticity. Sure. That's always a great place to start because not everyone has heard of human design. I feel like these days, it's sort of like how when I discovered yoga 20 years ago, like there were some people doing it, um, but not many studios and people kind of weren't sure like what it was, for, if it was for them. And now I hear people talking about human design more and more. I discovered it seven years ago and it's your energy blueprint. It's based on your birthday. So similar to astrology, but it combines some ancient wisdom. It combines astrology as well as the chakra system, Kabbalah and I Ching. And you don't have to know each of those, but together they help you understand how you're uniquely wired. I call it sort of this idea that we're on a life journey. We're on a path and human design is the car that you're driving um, and how you operate that car and is unique to you and how to, you understand how you're wired can really help you drive more effortlessly, effortlessly and with ease and fun on that path. Mm, that's key. For yeah, sure. I like the way you explained it because some, you know, although energy is a big word these days, like energetic blueprints, like, yeah, 
you know, what does that mean? Yeah, I think she explained it well, though, with the car. Uh, and and the... just knowing that your model operates and, and maneuvers in a particular way. Mm -hmm. And we're even saying these days that it, also there's a layer of quantum physics involved. Like when we think of how, um, when we say energy, I want to explain that in human design, it's based on your birth date and or your design is. And that is because there was a certain type of coding you received because the way that the position of the planets were aligned the day you were born as well as three months prior. So we're seeing even in something like quantum science that there is a certain effect to um, not just the position of planets, but even, you know, just what's going on in around the globe as we've seen the last few years and you know, what's happening, sort of, we all are interconnected. So there's a lot of this now, like energy talk coming around for sure. And I think more people are starting to understand that we all impact each other, but we also are unique. We're all not alike. So that's important. I gotta love the paradox. <laughs> we're all connected, but we're all different at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I, I want to have you explain, I don't know, maybe it's through our little readings or whatever, explaining us, just how helpful this is for us to understand how to kind of glide in the world in a more efficient and graceful manner. Yeah, and I'd love to share a little bit about the designs, uh, your designs, because I looked at that um, before we started. Um, but generally, I'll say a lot of times when I am doing a reading for clients, um, to help them understand what is human design, what's their design, uh, what does that look like? Because there's a lot of information online, so you can easily pull your design off the internet, but it then looks a little strange, like, well, what does this all mean? So um, typically when I am going through all the elements with a client, and I do it in a very basic way, they start to feel validated. The first, I think, thing is that human design will validate oftentimes things that you're already naturally doing or feeling like you're drawn to. And, and I'll give some more examples to that, but it also will help you understand where you're really conditioned, meaning what are the things that you've taken on in um, this life and in society? Maybe it's from family, maybe it's from your ancestral lineage, maybe it's just from conditioning of um, school and media or other messages that we're taking in all the time. And when you, do something because you think you should, or because you've just been programmed that way, it may not be in alignment with what's best again for your design. It's like saying, well, I'm just going to put unleaded in that car because everyone else does when really you need diesel or some other supercharged fuel. But what it's showing is this um, uniqueness and that we don't all follow the same formula. We need to understand who we are again individually so that we can be the best version of ourselves. And when we know who we are at the deepest level and human design is really who you are at your core and you're born that way. And then you have life experiences that sort of are the layers on top of that core being you are. But when you understand who you are at your core, it gives you permission to be more of that. And for a lot of people, again, it validates them. It almost liberates them that they're like, good, I can stop doing it things that way, which really don't work for me. Yes. That was so well explained. And mm -hmm. I think the small that I do know uh, about human design, I felt that exact 
way didn't you know yeah just... mm -hmm. but it's almost hard to apply sometimes <laughs> i'd say because i do believe we're projectors which is one of the energy types um do you just want to do like a quick overview of what all of it all of them are in case someone goes and googles theirs right now <laughs> i will for sure so there are five Types. And that's the first, I would say, layer that you start with. It's sort of like saying this is your astrology sign, but just know that even if you're um, in one category, it's not your label. Um, how you experience it is different than others. So, for example, I make up 70% uh, of the population. We're called generators or generator types. There's two, the pure generator and the uh, manifesting generator. But what's important about the 70% of society is that we are here to uh, be busy. We like being busy. We like being productive and doing things, building things, kind of getting assigned things and, and running, running with our day to do things. And, and that's just how we're really built. But then there's 30% of the population that are not that type. And they cover three categories, the projectors, uh, reflectors and manifestors. And uh, the 30% really are not built like generators. They can't be going, going, going. It's like they have a different car battery. The generators are like the energizer bunny. They can keep going all day, but the other types actually need more downtime, or I call it like being the Tesla. They need to plug themselves in throughout the day to get recharged. And it's really important that they give themselves downtime and rest. Um, I want to say, though, generally all types can often face burnout and be overworking, uh, which is partly why I created a book called Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing, because if we face that burnout, we're really all working out of alignment with our design. But back to the projectors, because that's the category that both of you are in. This is 20% of the population. And so you're not programmed like a generator. So you might feel like you really do better when you get a chance to rest and have downtime and working nine to five might feel exhausting for you unless you've got a lot of flexibility in your job. Um, and, and really like, it's really important because you're going to feel when you're surrounded by generators that you're going to pick up that energy and going to be doing, 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 but it will lead to burnout. And so projectors um, need that rest. And one other thing about projectors I want to mention is that they have a very important role. They're here to like see the bigger picture. They're here to guide and help direct the energy even of the generators, but to really stand back and see how things are working. And they can see things, they can see insights, and they are here to share those insights and wisdom. And what's important is they need a lot of rest so that when they share it with the right people, when they're invited to share and they say, you know, this is, this is the right time for me to share this wisdom. It will have a greater impact because they are rested. Truth. Does that resonate for both of you? Yes. Totally. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the greatest things that I understood because, um, you know, we can all run 24 seven, but it seemed like, you know, I have friends who just are moving and moving and, go to the mall and then to the caroling and then to the restaurant and then get up the next day for the hike. And although that's all lovely sounding to me, I just am like, all right, enough of that. <laughs> enough people for the day. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is this is my first nine to five job ever in my life right now. And like definitely, you know, um, and that's where like the programming and like the authenticity, it's like, well, this is what the world's doing. And so, you know, all these, you know, other beliefs are coming in or um programming. But yeah, I definitely resonate with that. And like I said, is it is a little hard to implement sometimes as a projector. And that's like one of the things is because our world is so go, go, go. Like I date, I'm dating a manifesting generator and I can definitely like when I lay next to him in bed, I literally have to like go to the other side of the bed because I can feel his energy. Literally, he's falling asleep. I'm gaining the energy and, and he just doesn't understand, but it's funny. <laughs> It's like that, that battery is running all day and night for generator types. And actually they say, if you're a projector or manifester or reflector, those other rare types that, um, it's best that you sleep alone, or at least try to get some time during the night when, whether it's first, you know, when you first go to bed or, um, in the morning to get some time to, to rest by yourself. And that's just really important again, to the energy that you, are taking on not just from from others around you, but when um, when you have what's called an op open sacral center, which is um, what projectors have, they will take in energy. So they really need to clear that. Otherwise, they may actually have an insomnia. And a lot of times in my readings, we're talking about self care and how to you know address like sleeping better and not getting burned out, um, and really what you need for for your energy type. And so that's usually the first place that we start. And the second place that I like to take people is the idea of um, this inner guidance that we all have. And in human design, it's called your authority, your inner authority. It's not the mind because we're all taught to use the mind to make decisions. Um, but it's really important that we get in touch with what is unique to each of us for that inner guidance and to start using it. In a way, I, I met somebody today who said, oh, I, you know, I sign up for all these programs and I feel like I've wasted money and I feel like um, wasted time. And I thought, well, she's probably making that decision with her head. Like, oh, there's a program and I need help with my business. So I better sign up for it. And I like that person. So I better sign up for it. But when you use the head, it can sometimes lead to a decision you regret making. And both of you, again, share this emotional authority, which about 50% of the population have. Emotional authority means you have a natural wave of emotion and it's best that you don't make decisions in the moment, but we suggest sleeping on it and giving yourself time to experience the wave of emotion to know whether it's a correct decision for you to say yes and to really feel into it. And you might uh, recognize once you hear this, like, oh, yeah, sometimes I made a decision that was in the moment and it wasn't the right thing. Um, or maybe you have um, leaned into your emotional authority. So how are you doing with that? <laughs> well, I can definitely say there's many times where I did. I caught the energy of an idea. It inspired me. It felt lovely. Um, and then the next day, woken up in, in a different position about it. Um, many times I didn't know to take that awareness that the next day, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. check in again, like you said, mm -hmm. sleep on it because I just rode it like, Oh, let me catch this trail. Cause it feels good. And it's moving me, you know, which is emotional, you know, energy moving. Um, how about 
Well, I just know, like, I definitely send texts with my emotions high sometimes and I should sit on it. And then it, you know, it can bite you in the dust or, or butt or whatever. And um, so I definitely feel like that's how I, or like on Instagram or like in my business sometimes, I'm like just like over talking because I'm excited instead of just being more like, yeah, relaxed and like feeling <clears throat> about it um, in that sense. So, yeah, again, I think that's... Yeah something that we're also not very taught in our society like you said the whole mind thing but then also like our emotion yeah we just like act really fast we can act really fast on our emotions and I love that you mentioned about talking because the next place I also talk about in readings are the the emotional center I'm sorry the energy centers and there's nine of them in human design and you touched on one which is the throat center right and um, some people have an undefined throat center, which just means that um, they're taking in, they're always feeling pressure from others to like speak up and maybe they, um, they're quick to say something and, and unsure or don't feel like sometimes they're heard. And the two of you have a, a difference in, in your designs. So um, Lynn, you actually have an open throat, like I described. And Erica, you have a defined throat. So defined throats usually can be pretty chatty. And they may be conditioned to quiet that voice when they're young and be seen and not heard. But for example, it's natural for you to really sometimes feel like you just want to keep talking because it's like a motor that you have and that battery that just keeps going and going in the throat in communication. So what's interesting is when probably with your, your mom, she may feel some of that, you know, energy coming from you and she may try to pick it up and, and you two might like be very talkative together. But when you're separate, um, I know as an undefined throat, I can sometimes be pretty quiet. And, uh, you know, defined throats definitely can be chatterboxes in a good way. Oh, that's cool to see that difference because yeah. people probably would have called me a defined throat. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think she's more the defined throat over here, but. Um... <laughs> Not really. I think that's part of the age, too, of um, you're younger than me. So learning about your throat and that the voice is your gift mm -hmm. and to utilize your chattering, whereas, you know. Well, and I make a lot of videos and stuff and definitely use my yes, voice a lot do. on social media. And I can go from idea, like talking, I can relate to a lot of different ways. So I don't always have a solid opinion and, you know, I'm speaking yes. this today and then tomorrow I'm speaking that. So, hmm. well, what's interesting too, is that again, a difference is that, um, Lynn, you have a defined head and Ajna center. So as you look at each of the energy centers, they have different qualities. Um, we think of the head and the Ajna or third eye. This is your, your uh, more in the head center. And when you have definition, you're always got thoughts. You've always got things. And perhaps you're feeling pressure to like always say something because the thought comes in or the question or the idea and, and you want to share it um, versus Erica, who's got an open head and open third eye or Ajna. And that means she's always absorbing ideas or <laughs> questions popping up in her mind, but really they're from other people. Maybe you're planting them in their land <laughs> and not in a bad way, but just that, you know, that that's the, the, the interesting thing is as you look at like two people together, 
we call this a connection chart and design that you can see how you complement each other or the differences. There's no right or wrong, but really how do you work with that? And, and how does it present when the two of you are working together in a podcast or in, in family situations? And it can even be helpful like in business to know or um, work environments to know what your coworkers are like. So it's really interesting when you look at the uniqueness of everybody and honor that and I always say first start by honoring your uniqueness and really understanding how you are built differently than others. Hey listeners, did you know that we sell Kangen Water Ionizers? We consider it the number one sustainability tool because not only do we get to drink the best hydrogen rich antioxidant water, we also get to detox our home from all the chemicals and cleaners get to use some of the seven kinds of water for different health ales, and we save the earth of plastic and toxins. Yes, and who doesn't want to help this earth back to homeostasis, just like our bodies? Researchers show now that hydrogen is the number one antioxidant you can add to your life. So what easier way than just changing the type of water you're drinking for you and your family? This water is micro-clustered, so it can actually hydrate you at a cellular level, helping your longevity, your immunity, and your vitality. So if you want to help us spread the awareness of Kang and Water Ionizers and purchase one today, check the links below and join our team and help us spread the word about healing water. All right, let's get back to the magic. Yeah, and you know what? That's why you can probably I know. I was mines. just thinking that. Mm-hmm. When she was little and I'd be like, she'd be like, everybody's reading my mind. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think they're, (laughs) and they were different people. It wasn't the same person. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe you want to play with it. You're reading others' minds. Well, even just this morning, I was like getting ready and and Brian and I were, my partner and I were like, you know, he was in the bed, I was in the bathroom getting ready for work. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, you know, I talked to so-and-so today and he goes, I was just thinking that. And I was like, and that happens to him and I all the time that like I pick up on his thoughts. So that's interesting. Yes. Telepathicness. It's a gift of the open head for Mm, sure. Cool. Yes. And that, yeah, we're, we're really complimenting each other so far with the three centers that you've gone over. It seems like. You know, looking at generally there's um, some, centers that you share uh, two specifically out of the nine, Um, then you have one, um, Erica, that two, uh, well, you actually have two that are different than your mom and your mom has two that are different from you. But then when I looked at the connection chart, um, it kind of lights up more centers because um, there's different um, elements in your design that when you're together present with more definition, we call it, in different energy centers. So in a way, you might feel like you complete each other a little bit more, or you might feel more of, again, the um, the energy to be able to do things like a generator. Um, you might also feel, um, because of the connection, like more energy in, well, definitely the root center, because the root center, which is responsible for um, getting things done, another little like battery you both have. Um, but also the sense of purpose lights up in both of you when you're together. And I don't know if that makes sense, but um, it's really sometimes interesting to see how the two of you come together in your design too. That's really cool because we do definitely have the purpose of the holistic and education. 
wanting to reach out and share wisdom. And we do compliment each other in, a, in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy. But I always thought yes. a lot of that might be because we're mother-daughter, too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we got we got along. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are more challenged. I'm sure their centers are different than ours together. So we did always get along. And I just thought it was just that we got along. But it makes yeah. sense that together our unification helps both of us move forward our individual. And it could be, too, that you're both projectors, which you each give yourself perhaps that understanding of that downtime and rest that you need. Again, even if you don't know human design, it's just sometimes you gravitate towards that, that idea that I, I'm tired. I don't want to keep working so hard. And so you can support together that idea because you're both similar energy types. Yep. That's a great point of view. Yeah. yeah that's a great. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, okay. So, um, yeah, the energy, the energy types, the centers, because I know when I look at it, sometimes it is a little overwhelming. And I think that's why I've, we've kind of like not been super drawn to it, but we love like the basics, like that you're going over. Uh, what's like, I mean, cause we're projectors, like, or even all energy types, like what's one like thing each one could do to like help their day? Or is, is that something you can give to our listeners? Yeah, I actually can t speak even a little bit more generally so that if people are not familiar with their design, this is something that can help you without knowing your specific design. But um, what I usually, again, cover when I'm doing a reading is what is your self-care like? Because everyone needs self-care more than ever these days. But notice what your self-care is that you either gravitate towards or that you really enjoy doing. Like what lights you up? That's the kind of self-care that you need or that you are desiring. So if you say to yourself, especially with, you know, New Year's coming up, I'm not sure when the podcast comes out, but like the idea that, oh, it's a new year, I should exercise more. Let me start going to the gym. And not everyone loves that. And maybe it's because they're picking up other people's energy if they're open in centers or they're just needing that kind of time to be alone or time to rest, like projectors don't need to necessarily do a lot of exercise. They need to replenish their energy. So just notice what type of self-care you tend to gravitate towards or that again, you really enjoy. And I always say do more of that because the more self-care you're doing, the more you're naturally aligning your energy to the way that it's meant to be. Um, and then, you know, I mentioned like burnout. So just noticing some of that happens because we're saying yes to too many things. We're using the head. Um, so that's another rule across all types, I would say, is that sometimes we need to slow down and really find the guidance within and also recognize that we need to say no to things. Um, what's interesting, a, a projector um, uh, guidance I, I read just this week was if you're not receiving invitations to share and um, provide your insights and invitations are so important to projectors. If you're not receiving those invitations, it's because you're not resting enough. <laughs> so um, rest is really important for all types and for generators, especially they need to be doing the right kind of work that aligns their energy. Um, and then the third thing I would say is that if you are trying to discover your design to know that some of 
the simple things that we just talked about, your energy type, your strategy, and this authority, that even just those three elements, and there's a lot of elements that you could learn. It's been taking me six, seven years, and I'm still learning things about my own design. But those three basic can really make some significant shifts and help you, like my book says, help you stop overworking and start overflowing by just making some simple conscious choices and honoring more of who you are and being more of who you are. So those kind of simple things can be applied to all the types. Hmm. No, and I like that because I'm, you know, I love that things, I want them to be easy and fun. Um, whereas other people, like you were saying, that hard workout is their thing. You know, I'm a Tai Chi. <laughs> you know, um, I also wanted to say that uh, something that really gets, I think, projectors, and I'm glad you said that about the invitation, is the understanding that, you know, we are to be asked to share, um, you know, put ourselves out there, whatever, and we draw in. And that is a challenge in a world that's about accomplishment and accountability. And did you do your five things? And so even though you might feel like, oh, I don't have the invitation, so I'll rest up that training. Yeah, the program, yeah. Even if you could lay down, you have this training that kind of goes against, like, it's okay for you to rest because you're a projector. <laughs> yeah, and that's the mind getting involved because when we ever, when we ever have that conditioning and programming, it's mind, it's mind work or mind, um, you know, neuro pathways that have been ingrained from messages that we've heard, right? And and we need to just they call it recondition what what we've learned and and part of that again along the lines of rest is helping your nervous system by um not heightening into this like state of not just fight or flight but like feeling guilt or shame or disappointment or just negative emotions that you put on yourself or you feel judged for and when that happens, again, it's in the mind and it's not helping your energy and the real way to thrive. Because when, when, you're, when you're shaming yourself, let's say, for example, um, then the mind will take over and want to, and the nervous system will be heightened and the mind will want to correct it when um, really there's a better way that, that when you start to practice it, it does feel more in alignment and you will see beautiful magic things thrive in your life for sure. No, and I like that, that you're letting us know that's when our mind is kicking in and taking over. Uh, that was very distinct. So thank you. I didn't really ever look at it from that uh, point of view. I'm not in alignment with my heart and my being. Mm. My mind is going down one of its trails. <laughs> that happens to all of us. <laughs> Well, even like the nervous system piece, I think mm -hmm. like, cause that's energy, right? Like when our nervous system's heightened, like adrenal or energy's like scattered, but when we're in this like calmer nervous system, parasympathetic, like that is where alignment is. And I think that even just like that simple simplicity of understanding is, um, 
can shift your life, like you said, which is part of like the energy types and your self-care and all those things. So I think that was a really big thing too that you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I got that. Yeah. Nice clicks to, I mean, we want things simple. So I, I love how you're explaining it and sharing it through um, things that we all know to do, but because things, you know, like this is the five steps or this is the nine ways or you know, you can get caught up in these ideas that maybe 70% of the people will work for, but the other 30 that it doesn't, you know, they're sitting there doing processes, you know, in the effort of wanting to improve and grow and be authentic, but it's just not jiving with their energetic system. So I love it. Yeah. And so, and like on that point, um, when you're noticing something feels stuck, we're out of alignment, or it's not just working as easily as you're hoping, then that's usually a sign like to say, well, what, what's that conditioning that I'm operating from? What am I, what am I doing? Because I think I should be doing. Yeah. Well said the good old shoulds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, well, like you said, the relationships and the people that were around, like, of course, yeah, like I have a partner who's just like, go, go, go all the time. And so, you know, me not being go, go, go is kind of like strange. And I mean, I'm sure all people in the world are like that, but you know what I'm saying? And so, um, yeah, what's like, like, I guess like a couple advice, like, or like relationship advice, like how would you like speak that to someone who's a different energy type than you? Or even if it's like your mom or your family member, like how would you be like, I am different just like love me for who I am. I don't know. <laughs> from my experience, um, when I discovered this, it's kind of like when I discovered yoga and wanted to tell everyone about it. And then people were just not interested necessarily in like changing their health and well-being by breathing more. <laughs> so I learned human design and I realized that just self-study, learning about myself as much as I could and doing the things, not just self-care, um, like well-being, but even doing some of the inner work to clear some of my conditioning. Um, it has a ripple effect. I would show up differently. And that of course has a, a really, uh, on a subconscious level helps shift other people for sure. When, when you do things differently, right. Then, then the dance of the, the normal way. Um, and then as you know, yourself more, I feel, or as I, as I learned to know myself more, I felt I could honor that other people were not the same as me. So then I started to, um, I feel, give more honor to them. And again, in return, I didn't feel like I had to push or teach them human design, but just really kind of held the space for them as much as I was holding the space for myself. And then there are conversations that I've had with my husband too, about like his type. And I tried to explain his type is a little different than mine. He's a manifesting generator too. He moves pretty quickly sometimes compared to my slower generator side. But um, when I then know enough to say, okay, here's a difference. And this is maybe what I need and honor maybe what they need. So then, find some, some room or ways to, to compromise or even nowadays collaborate on how to, to get each other's needs met. And, and so that, that's what I would say is, you know, start with yourself, um, find out about maybe your partner and 
learn what you can do to kind of honor their, their energy and, and your own and then have conversation. Oh, your needs. Like, I think that's important and that's how you know yourself, right? You know, your needs. I think that's really important in a relationship to discuss those things because then you, you are, like you said, you're on the same page and you're collaborating. So yeah, if your needs as a projector or whatever energy type is different than the other ones, as long as you voice that, like you don't have to use the human design words or whatever, but like you can just say like, this is what makes me feel good. These are my needs. And I would love for you to support that or, you know, and I can support you or what have you. So that was, that was great. Thank you. That was an excellent <laughs> answer. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. Is there any more to say about the invitation just to help the, <laughs> <laughs> the invitation people? So um, this is specific to projectors um, who um, kind of are described as, you know, they have this wisdom and insight to share. And sometimes they want to share it so much that they tell people and then they get this reaction. People aren't ready to hear it or they're just saying, why, should, you know, I didn't ask for this. So it's really important that they wait for what we call the invitation to share. It doesn't mean you become passive. So a couple of things for projector types. And this is, again, key because you have a very important role and you want to make an impact by not diluting your wisdom and insight to everyone, but to really the people who are ready to hear it. And for you, for ready to recognize that you have this. One of the things to do, I think, to help create those invitations, first, again, is rest. And second is to recognize yourself as your brilliant projector. Recognize and keep honing your wisdom and insight. And I talked to a projector recently about, like, write a book or, you know, journal your wisdom and insight. Like, keep sharing it with it, even just yourself or writing it down and maybe put it out on social media, but just put it out to know that whoever it will resonate with will resonate. Um, it doesn't need to be, you know, pushed, forced, or um, you don't need to feel bitter <laughs> if people are not receiving that. It's meant for the people who are ready to hear it. So invitations, they don't come so frequently because they are impactful but it does mean that you just want to be very mindful of when you start to get into that pushing, initiating energy that we call it. Um, generators too, they need to wait to respond, we call it. So about 90% of the types are waiting, but during that waiting, follow your passion, do your self-care, and just know the right things will show up in the right time. And that certainly does happen when we slow down and we aren't again, initiating or trying to make things happen. Um, it almost comes easier when you are ready to receive. That's well said. And I like that because the waiting is the one thing and all types, you know, we know that we know slow down, we know, um, but that there is a time element and a self-care in that waiting and the self-care. Um, don't you think of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really well said. And I appreciate that because I think as the invitation and funny, um, 
I have written a book. I do write blogs. <laughs> you do write your blogs, yeah. <clears throat> I put all kinds of things that come to me and that I'm so inspired by into writing and just send it out to wherever it goes. <laughs> and that's, a, thank you for letting me know that that's a helpful way for me to, you know, go through the energy and share it, but not be push. I liked it, what you called it, initiation pushing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah, so it sounds like you're already doing that and just keep doing what you enjoy doing, which might be blogging or writing. Well, Christy, we are at the top of the episode. Are there any last nuggets you want to leave our listeners? It's been such a great episode having you here today. Thank you. It's been great. Um, and I'm glad you invited me with my open throat to, to share. Um, yeah, I just am here if folks want to reach out to learn about human design um to go to my website if they'd like for um copy a link to my book um that is a collaborative book with 25 other human design prof uh, professionals and practitioners and um i think that there's so much to share about human design a lot more people are teaching it so find somebody that you resonate with and just learn more about yourself i think that's part of the journey is just uncovering more of the layers of who we are and sharing that with the world, being a gift to the world. Beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. Thank you. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. Remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and stay vibrant out there.